0: Welcome to Highway to Health. I'm Jeremy Quinby. Welcome to the new decade. Hope yours is off to a good start. I wanted to do a quick check-in. If you're a regular listener, you know that I've taken a hiatus from recording for the past month. And it's been a really nice break from the demands of producing the podcast. My creative reservoir is feeling full again. The ideas are flowing. I'm getting excited to get back to the mic. I'm on the mic uh, to deliver a new season of episodes to you. Uh, it's, it's hard to give ourselves breaks. It often feels like we aren't being productive, but without rest, stress's cumulative effect can start to cause us far more complications that will take up a lot more of our time. And my intuition was telling me that it was that time. So I listened and I'll share with you some of what I got from this time away. If you've been feeling depleted, maybe this will help you glean some insight into what a break could mean for you. So I had... I uh, had hoped for a little more downtime than I actually got. Of course, we never really get as much as we think we're going to get. My first couple of weeks were the holidays and then a 50th birthday party for a close friend of mine in early January. Hard to focus too much on anything, though, through the holidays. And then because the birthday party was for a fellow musician friend of mine, a bandmate from my 20s and early 30s, longtime friend, uh, at his request, we put some bands back together and played an entire night of music for him. There were more than a dozen of us involved, and we played for nearly four hours and had to have multiple rehearsals, of course, leading up to it. And outside of the rehearsals, I had to spend even more time practicing, get my chops back on the bass, which I was asked to play for most of the set, uh, which I hadn't been playing in recent years because I've been learning to play drums. Still learning. I will say, though, that it was it was a great feeling to be playing an instrument that I actually have so much experience with. The evening turned out great, the music sounded way better than I could have ever imagined, and it was a very memorable night for everyone involved. And once it was over, I started to feel anxious uh, that I hadn't gotten anything done for the podcast. I was about to go to New York for five full days of of seeing clients, which is always enjoyable, but requires every bit of my attention and energy. And again, no real downtime. About halfway through this trip, uh, I had a feeling gnawing at my subconscious. I decided to write one evening at my Airbnb in Brooklyn before I fell asleep. And I remember it being very difficult to start, but once I got rolling, I had a few big epiphanies. One, the only person putting pressure on me here is myself. Duh, right? And two, I actually had a a nice break from the podcast and all the responsibilities uh, that I have with it through the events of the holidays and the party, so that's it. That that that's done. I should be I should be okay. Uh, and all these so-called distractions were actually giving me the necessary distance of perspective that I've been looking for. But there was one final piece, and I, I'm always considering ways to keep things fresh for myself. I think this is kind of the part I was looking for. I mean, it's for it's for the guests of the show, for myself as as a host. And for all of you listening to the podcast, one thing I've learned to do uh, in these in these situations is to simply ask myself, what do I want to do? Sounds like a selfish question to ask, but the reality I've learned is that if I'm excited about something, the energy will be there and the people are drawn to that kind of energy. Of course, this is the the question that we often avoid asking or checking in with because it means addressing truths. And which many times requires us to change course. And uh, actually getting to the truth means you really have to listen to the first and most immediate response that you get from yourself, from your brain, from your subconscious, whatever you want to call it, which is usually the most honest response. And if you accept this to be the truth, if you call it your gut or your instinct, whatever is surfacing, if this decision comes from that place, then it makes sense to go with it and move forward with that inclination. This is the way that I always choose to operate through most of my decision-making. After asking the, the all-inclusive, what do I want to do? I, I break this down further. I start to break it down to th- through the if yes or no, then what type scenarios. Do you want to do the podcast? The answer was a clear yes. Is there anything you want to change about it? Yes. What do I want to do differently? I want to carve out more time to produce them, was the answer. I want to have uh, more distinct takeaways for the listeners. And I I want to get more organized about the topics that I want to cover. Again, a a little bit of me in in here. But again, if I'm really into it, the energy will be there. Also, I've, I've started to understand that the show and is everything that's related to it. And that includes writing for it and sharing more of that writing with you. Uh, the writing of guests who uh, I have on the sh- on the show who have have you know different places where they're putting their writing, and I want that to be part of the show or part of part of the podcast website um, and the show notes, uh, which are another uh, resource and takeaway, and the social media, which I think can be done well. I've been I've been hesitant to do too much of it, um, but it is another resource that can help more people. And finally, video. Yes, I, I said video. This has been uh, something I've been being asked to do more and more, and I've really held off. But I know that there are a lot of people who are visual learners, and uh, perhaps it is selfish of me not to to stretch myself here. So as I've mentioned in some of the podcasts, I've hesitated in part because it does get more complicated. Um, It's a lot more work, but I think it's something that I eventually have to include. So I've, I've already gotten two video projects lined up for February. One, a video podcast um, series that I've been asked to do and be, be a guest on. And the second is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. It's a it's to do some video work of the functional movement and corrective exercises I've been teaching for the last 20 years, uh, which I'll be doing with a friend of mine, twice a guest of Highwood Health, Laurel Van Meter, seasoned yoga teacher and founder of the Yoga Garden in Minneapolis, and she is also the co-founder of Gypset Retreats. In some ways, I, I got the answers that were obvious for myself. The, the organization of all of this will now uh, have, have, have to be all about how much time I can de- devote to each of these things. And that, I know, will be the experimental part of this year. <laughs> but uh, be patient with me. And this is a reminder to myself to be patient in the, with, with this process. And I just want to you know, say that the space that I created for myself gave me the permission to retreat inward a bit more and reset my intention for this project. And I share all of this to give you permission to take a break if you're feeling lackluster or if the energy has diminished from your work or a project you're involved with or even any relationship for that matter. If this is the case, consider taking the time to reset. It might be the most productive thing you do this year. Thanks for tuning in, and look for our first podcast conversation in early February. Best wishes to you all in 2020, my friends. Be well, and I'll talk to you again soon.